0: All right, all right. Episode number two of Hop Talk, the newest podcast series under the Hopkins Sports Umbrella. My name is Matt Lawrence, flying solo today for this intro as my normal co-host Al Littell had some other things he had to take care of today. I know Al's a very busy man during this fall with everything going on. So I'll be introducing this interview that we recorded back in the summer with Michelle poyer a recent graduate of the Johns Hopkins women's lacrosse team, and Dawson Eichholz, now a senior on the Johns Hopkins football team. Dawson and Michelle, two very active members of our Blue Jays lead program, which we were highlighting in this interview. Michelle was actually named our inaugural Blue Jays lead senior student athlete award winner at our award show back in May. So we congratulate Michelle and hope That she's doing well in her future endeavors and transitioning into the working world. If you listen to our debut episode last week with Chidnake, Ethan Bartlett, and Diego Thompson of our newly formed Black Student Athlete Association, you'll notice at the top of that episode that Al and I talked about how we had to have a change of course in how we were going to release this podcast series in the interview that you are about to hear with Michelle and Dawson, you may hear references to this being the first episode or things that may have happened last night or back in May. And the reason for that is that at the time of this recording of this interview, this was meant to be our pilot episode. The Blue Jays lead program is something that everybody here in our athletic department is very proud of in the fact that From the moment you step on campus as a Johns Hopkins student athlete, this program is available to you to help grow your leadership skills, grow you as a person, and grow you as a leader. So we had Michelle and Dawson on to talk about this. And at the time of the recording, as we mentioned in our debut episode last week, there were world events that were going on that just it wasn't appropriate for us to release this episode at that time as a debut episode. So we apologize. For any confusion that may come from things that you may hear in this interview, but the substance of it and everything that Michelle and Dawson talked about still holds true today. Our Blue Jays Lead Program is currently putting on a ton of great virtual programming for our student-athletes to help grow their leadership skills and prepare them for life after college. And when you transition into the working world and understanding leadership tactics and how you can grow your leadership skills, regardless of your skill level, and regardless of what experiences you may have had in the past. So I hope you enjoy this interview with Michelle Poyer and Dawson Eicholtz. Al and I will be back next week for episode number three. So we hope you tune in. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify so you get notifications every time we release a new episode. So here it is, the interview with Michelle Poyer and Dawson Eicholtz talking about the Blue Jays lead program. Hope you enjoy all right, we are now welcomed by two very special guests, Michelle Poyer, who is getting ready to graduate in the next coming weeks. She was a member of the Johns Hopkins women's lacrosse team joining us today from, I believe, Massachusetts, correct?
1: I'm actually at my lake house in New Hampshire. But- okay. So yes.
0: So, so the, the Northeast area. Okay. And uh, and we also have Dawson Eichelt, a junior wide receiver on the Johns Hopkins football team, joining us today. From his house in Cincinnati, Michelle Dawson. Thanks so much uh, for hopping on with us, taking some time out of. I know you're busy with finals and and classes finishing up. So, uh, so thank you
2: for your time and welcome to welcome to Hot Talk.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you.
2: So, I guess I guess we'll kind of jump right into this. So, you know, I've got an opportunity to know both of you pretty quickly when I got started here. Um, you know, Matt and I had mentioned I started in January, so I wasn't here at the beginning of the year. I wasn't here at the beginning of the lead programming and all this intro. So kind of want to uh, take a step back and just kind of get to know you again and kind of know, you know, your background. What got you into the sport you guys play? What what made it be Hopkins that you wanted to go to? And, and just kind of hear your story, uh, a little bit of background information about you guys athletically. Uh, Dawson, you want to start off?
3: Yeah, of course. Um, so as Matt said, I'm a junior wrapping up this year, so headed into my last year, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, Over three years ago, um, I hadn't really heard of Hopkins outside of the science and medicine side of it, and um, I luckily got connected through a mutual recruiting trip with my twin brother um, and and got connected to Coach Margraff and really got to see how valuable of a program it was and just how attractive um, the program was back then, and um, it, it's really been a, a, a pleasure and an honor to be able to play for Hopkins, and uh, just an awesome experience through the the highs and lows. It's it's been a ton of fun, and um, just super thankful and uh, fortunate to be a part of it.
2: Michelle, what about you? What uh, what got you out of the uh, New England weather and and down here to Baltimore?
1: So Hopkins was actually one of the first schools I visited um, during my recruitment process, and. I remember this so vividly. Um, I was on the tour with um, Coach Tara and Coach Stanwick, and I walked into the locker room and something completely struck me um, and stopped me in, in my path. And on the wall, right when I was walking in, I saw um, the phrase, dare to be great. And that phrase has like a significant meaning in my life just because my dad would repeatedly tell my brother and myself, ever since we've been little, like dare to be great. So it kind of was like a sign when I walked in and I saw that, I was like, all right, this school is definitely for me. And then, you know, I met Coach Tucker and the rest of the girls and it just automatically clicked for me. And I knew um, this was the spot for me.
0: That's awesome. And I kind of want to follow up on that because I remember when I think back to when I was in high school and looking at different schools, there were some things that when I toured a campus that I instantly looked for in my case, I remember the tour guide that was on each of my trips. That was a huge thing for me because if they related to the things that I related to, it was something that was intriguing to me. Whereas I I remember going to Duke and our tour guide never even brought us to the basketball arena. And I, and I remember that being just an absolute, like, okay, well I can't go here because I might, I had a bad tour guide. So I I want you guys to think back, to when you were in high school and visiting campuses? Because this is something that us as an administration, when we try to put on these campus visits for, for incoming <laughs> prospective student athletes, you know, we're always trying to, to improve and make things better um, to make our campus and our program more attractive. What were things that when you were looking at schools and, and visiting campuses, what were some things that either stuck out to you both in a positive fashion and maybe um, some negative experiences that you had at places as well?
3: So I think one thing that uh, was really on my priority list coming out of high school was just the education I was pursuing. Um, for me, I wanted to use football as a tool to get me into a school that would be usually not possible for me just as a student. Um, so I, I wanted to use football as kind of a platform when pursuing um, a college, and I think I mean, Hopkins is renowned for so many things, and I think for me, being kind of, um, I guess, a a jack of all trades, master of none kind of student, the international studies program really stood out to me. Um, And I think when it comes to kind of the touring process, I I had more of an unconventional um, process. I never actually received a a formal student-led tour. I was actually given a tour first by Coach Terper, who, who, who moved, he moved on to a different program my freshman year, but still an awesome uh, part of my process. And then um, a senior at the time, Brett Caggiano, gave me another tour. So I really received two kind of uh, unconventional tours. And I think that really showed me what was special about Hopkins that sometimes a tour might miss, um, especially from two football guys. So I think um, it was definitely not normal, but it, it was really special for me.
1: Yeah, just piggybacking off um, Dawson's answer, I think, you know, getting a world-renowned education was like the top of my priority list, and Hopkins was definitely the school that checked that box off, Um, and then specifically for me, I knew I wanted to go in the healthcare field, so, I mean, public health major at Hopkins, again, checked that box, and um, like Dawson said, I was actually, um, I went on tours with some of the teammates, and I was just really looking for you know a candid um, experience, and you know walking through campus, I actually visited on a rainy day, and that didn't even make a difference for me, just because you know everyone there, although it is really hard, and I'm sure you know I, I've experienced it too. There are some tough days, but everyone there, there was like this culture of you know like over, like overachievers and really wanting to do something meaningful with their lives, and I and I loved that philosophy and that that culture that Hopkins was um, displaying just so naturally. Um, and I think that really drew me in in the whole you know competitive side to athletics and um, academics as well.
0: I know um, one thing we highlighted at the top here was that we, we really wanted to bring you two on to talk about the Blue Jays lead program. Um, Michelle, you were awarded the, the first ever senior um, Blue Jays lead award last night. So congratulations again on that. Um, what made you guys get into the lead program to begin with? What was, you know, maybe the marketing that you saw from it, what drew your attention and how have you seen maybe your leadership skills or the way that you interact with other student athletes throughout the, the blue Jay athletic department? How has that evolved since becoming involved with lead?
3: Um, so I think for me, um, the first thing I heard about Blue Jays lead was actually from Coach Margraff. I remember we had um, a, a team meeting in one of our locker rooms, and I think I was towards the back of the room, um, and he, he kind of pitched the idea of Blue Jays lead, and it sounded awesome. And um, he had actually chosen some players from each, um, I guess, um, grade level uh, so I think it was a couple freshmen and a couple sophomores and I was one of the freshmen he picked. And um, I, it was just, it was kind of cool to get picked uh, when I wasn't doing much on the field, I got an uh, opportunity off the field to get involved. So I think that was, that was one huge piece Just coach Margraff really taking the lead with that. Um, and then another big part of it was that um, Jen Baker was kind of spearheading the program at the time. And I believe my freshman year was Jen's first year at Hopkins, and she she was active and vocal with the football team, and when I heard that she was going to be running lead, I I knew I wanted to be a part of it, so I think really those two key figures of Coach Margraf and, and Jen really made it um, an opportunity that I couldn't say no to.
1: Yeah, I, I got an email from Coach Tucker saying that um, I was nominated for this program called Lead, um, again, that was headed by Jen Baker, and I mean, I met her beforehand and I knew right then and there, like, I was like, okay, sign me up because, um, just quickly, I think Jen Baker is awesome. Like she, I think is the epitome of a leader. So, um, I mean, I can't go one conversation without talking to her, without learning something or being inspired by her. So I was like, okay, yes, definitely. But, um, in particular, what really interests me with lead was that it seemed like a platform Um, that could provide you with like two things. The first, it seemed um, like uh, provided you a structural way of thinking about leadership. Um, I mean, in high school, and even as an underclassman, you were put in these uh, leadership positions um, for several years, but we have never really had a um, technical or really a structural lesson of leadership. We kind of just know like this high level surface um, of leadership. So I figured that this program would be a great opportunity to really, um, dive into, you know, like what makes an effective leader, um, beyond just the surface level, um, elements. Really
2: good to hear. And, um, you know, I think I I want to go back to one thing that, uh, Michelle, you mentioned, uh, Dawson, you kind of touched on a little bit, the dare to be great concept, right. That hooked you when you came here. I think, um, you know, when I got here, where you walk into the athletic center, you realize that there's a lot of greatness in this department and its history and, and the people that are here, right? So you guys are so successful on the field. Um, our, our department has shown that through and through every year. Obviously you guys are very successful in the classroom to get here. Um, and and kind of like what Dawson mentioned, like you're, you're utilizing this athletic programming um, to take yourself even further in life, right? To, to put you in places that you didn't even think you could go. Um, so kind of going back you, you told us why you wanted to get involved with the lead program once you were there once you started experiencing it what what were some of the things that kind of popped out to you over your time and obviously you two have taken on an even more extensive role in lead uh, with being a student athlete director uh, so you kind of are the proxies between the administration the coaches as well as the your peers um and you know you've done some great things with that as well and um but while you were in the programming right so year one year two as you're hearing your peers talk about this, what are you seeing? What are you what are you learning? But more than that, what what's popping out to you of making this say this is great, right? This is a, this is another way to be even greater than we already are.
1: Um, I think for me, something that has really stuck out is that you know, during these lead sessions, we have the opportunity to branch out and collaborate with um, members of all different teams. And it's really interesting to see that no matter if your sport takes place on a field, on a court, in a pool, if you have a team of 10 or a team of like 50 plus, you know, we all go through the same things and we all um, have similar situations, whether that's on and off the field. And when we would do these think-pair-share conversations, Um, you know, working with all these different teams and and situations really helped me understand, okay, like you're going through this too. Um, I understand where you're coming from. How did you handle this? And you kind of like learn from each other and feed off each other. And it's just, I think it's really cool that, you know, no matter what, we're all in this together and uh, we all have um, different perspectives that can help each other so that you don't have to like make a mistake that maybe another team made, or, you know, conversely, you see success in another team and you wanna implement that in your team as well. So I, I think this whole like synergy effect is, is great and um, LEAD has done a great job of cultivating that.
3: Two pieces of what Michelle has said, just, just this then, like the community aspect of LEAD is just a tremendous opportunity to get to learn and, and to grow um, as a player and, and just as, as a student, you get to connect with other athletes and other students and um, really get to build some awesome relationships. Um, I think as a freshman, it's at least for football, we, we get there early. We're a couple weeks before classes start. So a lot of our friendships are with each other. It's just the football team, especially as freshmen. Um, and I think what LEAD offered me was an opportunity to get to branch out and get to really get to know some other athletes and understand where they were coming from, what they were facing, uh, what their respective sports. So I think the community aspect of LEAD is, is something that's really stood out to me. And then the second piece that Michelle had echoed was the fact that we actually spend time learning about leadership. I think um, for me, I had been presented with situations, but I'd never really been presented with education on leadership. And I think spending time to learn from people who are far, farther down the, the path in life than us, whether it's Jen or other coaches, people who have more experience than us and who have seen more than us. and, and have learned from other people too. I think it's just really important to sit down and spend time together to learn about leadership. Um, And I think it goes to show that some people might have a little more natural leadership talent just given to them. But I think everyone can find um, a strength when you actually sit down and try to learn about different leadership styles and different roles. So those are the two pieces that really stood out to me.
0: I find that interesting. I know Everyone being home right now, a lot of people are watching the Michael Jordan documentary every Sunday night. And there is I think there's this preconceived notion that to be a leader, you have to be the best player on the team. Or, you know, if if you look at if you look at a team, you looked at those Bulls teams, and yes, Michael Jordan was the best player on the team, but there's a lot of differing opinions of whether his leadership style was Effective or would have been effective if you know maybe he didn't have the skill level that that he did. If if you were to talk to you know a kid in high school right now who you know they may not be the go-to guy on their team, but, you know they may not be the guy scoring twenty-five points a game on the basketball team, but they want to you know they want to grow their leadership skills. They want to be able um, to partake in things like the Blue Jay Lead Program. What would you say to them?
1: I mean, I think I relate to this a lot just because, you know, I'm the first to admit that I certainly do not have the highest stats in the book. And um, for me as an underclassman, I was like, okay, you know, like where do I really stand on this team? You know, how can I really contribute if, if I'm not getting the minutes out on the field and it, and it really, you know, uh, clicked for me that to be a leader, you really don't have to be on that field. I mean, lead I think particularly helped me find my voice as a leader and um it showed me that you know there's so much more that takes place than within those 60 minutes of game time um you can lead in the locker room you can lead after practice you can lead you know in individual sessions and so I would tell that person that thinks that you know I'm not sure if I can be a leader since I'm not you know scoring all the goals I would say you certainly can and uh personally i think i have and it, it just it goes to show that you have to believe in yourself and that anyone no matter if you're a freshman or you know a senior captain you can be a leader it's all you know in your mind in your perception and and um what you do off the field can really um uh, inspire others and it's i think it boils down to all inspiration too and motivation
2: and 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 michelle for sure you definitely did make that impact you know talking to your coaches talking to your peers you know the the impact that you had on them was overwhelming and it showcased with you receiving our first uh, Blue Jays Lead Senior Award. So um, you did something right for sure with that. And, uh, you know, it's really good to hear your reflection on that and see it kind of work together.
1: I, I said one of one of my um, goals on my bucket list is to write a book. I'm going to title it like Beyond the Lines. And I, I'm going to talk about how like sports truly like translate to life after you know, um, the game, and I, I, really, I really think that being on a team teaches you so much as, you know, a person, as a leader, and so, you know, that's, that's something I'm going to do when I'm older, but <laughs> you definitely-
2: well, I don't want to interrupt or cut you off, Dawson, but, you know, that was actually a point that we wanted to come across too, Michelle, is, is what, you know, and I think I'm spoiled in my role where, you know, I'm, I'm tasked with student-athlete development, right, and I think any of us that are involved with athletics believe that athletics are a vehicle to really develop students that are 18 to 20, 23 years old and, and, and make this the best experience of your life and have that carry over for you when you're working, when you're parents, when you're, you know, when you have different roles than you guys are currently in right now. So, I mean, unfortunately for us, you're moving on, you're graduating, you're leaving. Dawson, we're really lucky to have you for another year. But what do you see your experience both on the field and specifically within this program, how is that gonna affect you when you start your first job, right? Because now all of a sudden you're a freshman again, right? You're that first year student again in your job and you know you have people that have probably been there for a long time and I'm sure there's people that have more experience than you and you might have that same feeling of where do I belong and where do I fit? Um, what are some things that you, you gathered from this, besides that overarching you know theme that you can really take with you?
1: I think I noticed this um, during all of my job interview process You know, the my interviewee interviewer would ask, you know, okay, like have you been in pressure situations? You know, what's a time that you really had to persevere, or you know, a time during adversity, or all these like scenarios. And like I kept coming back to my time on the lacrosse team. And there's so many parallels between, you know, like what you do on the field, whether it's like touching the line, like actually hitting the line every single time, and like in the workplace, you know, like getting that deliverable done on time and so I think it has really set me up for success as um, you know a mature young woman to really succeed in the workforce because you know I've been in different situations that you know are a little different than you see in the in the um, workplace but it really boils down to the same concepts of you know like persevere in communication um, work ethic drive so all that and the interviewer saying like, you know, being a student athlete already puts you at a huge advantage because you're already exposed to all these challenges that you've had to overcome.
2: Awesome. What about you? You have a little bit different perspective, right? You're, you're, you're in a position right now. Obviously a lot of us are in this position. It's abnormal for everyone. Most of us are at home and most of us are away from our peers, whether it's our teammates or our colleagues. Uh, But you hopefully have a season coming up in the fall and you guys are coming back and this is a whole new thing than you're used to, right? I, I mean, Going to the summer, you leave. Usually people leave and you have to hold each other accountable. But this is far different than anything you've experienced. What are, what are some things that maybe you've taken from our programming that you think as a senior next year you can apply to your team in, in that experience?
3: I think a couple um, areas have I've been kind of thinking through things as Michelle has been talking. And I think, I think one of the things that's best um, applied to my life from the lead programming is, as Michelle kind of mentioned, like the off-the-field leadership. And right now, I mean, we, we didn't get to have spring ball, um, and we've been doing virtual meetings the entire spring. And I think um, for me, trying to hone into those off the field leadership skills, and personally for me, it's just relationship building and investing. I think um, it's it's definitely tough not to be in person and have face to face conversations with my teammates, but whether it's just over text, over Facetime, over Zoom, just trying to have that continued and, and direct. Uh, interaction with my teammates, just to know that, I mean, someone else is going through this too, or maybe we're talking football or um, other things outside of the game. So I think just that investment in relationships is something that I really saw in lead um, and how we can serve our teammates through leadership. And I, I've seen that directly pay off with uh, everything going on right now. I want to touch on something that
0: um, Al had brought up in the outline and, and the rundown here but was getting into leadership roles was this always something that you two were interested in like if you think back to when you were growing up and in high school um, the idea of really commanding a leadership position was that something that you've always had interest in and if so was there anybody that you kind of looked at while growing up um, and, and used as a role model and said hey you know what um, I want to be like this person when I grow up. Did you? Did either of you two have um, somebody like that in mind that that you admired what, when you were growing up?
1: I mean, I I kind of always saw myself as a leader. I remember in sixth grade, I like ran for student council president, and it was like the first time I gave a speech and how to make like a platform for myself. And then I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. I like doing this, and I kind of just ran with it. Um, but I think throughout my life, I've had you know, numerous uh, leader role models, um, you know, my mom, my dad. um, But I think specifically when I got to Hopkins, when I was just a baby freshman, there was one, you know, senior that was just awesome, Haley Switzer. I have to mention her. Um, And
0: She'll like to hear that.
1: Yeah, I I told her, I said, (laughs) I'm I'm reviewing, I was reviewing the outline today. And I was like, it said like one role model. I was like, oh my God, Haley Switzer for sure. (laughs) Sent her a quick text. She's like, Oh my God, I love you. It's still like it's been four years, and she, you know, still treats me like we're best friends. So, I mean, she's great. But she really inspired me these past four years because, you know, being a senior, she showed me how much impact you have on your whole team. And how you leave a legacy. And that's something that I committed myself to is as I each year I got older, I want to say, okay, I want to, you know, leave my legacy, leave my mark on these girls and this program. Um, So, you know, the way that she carried herself, I think she was like first class citizen, athlete with integrity, you know, great moral compass um specifically I thought she had a high degree of like emotional intelligence if we want to go in like technical skills here um and then just her passion on and off the field was was truly inspiring so I kind of looked up to her you know right when I got on campus and I wanted to emulate what she um gave to our program so shout out to her
3: yeah um so I think I don't I don't necessarily have a have a sixth grade example uh, <laughs> But I do have some early, earlier life before I got to Hopkins. I think for me, just first off with everything in my life, um, my my faith in in Jesus Christ is definitely just kind of the foundation of everything I do, whether it's leadership or, uh, football or, or school or anything. I think he is truly, um, an example of, of leadership, um, and more, um, Tangibly in, in my life, also, my my twin brother, Reed, has, has served as an awesome example as a leader, too, and really an, a leader through adversity. Um, so that was kind of my, I guess, earlier life. And then At Hopkins, I think one of the best examples of a true leader and, and just a, a great friend through football and everything off the field, too, is Luke McFadden. Um, he graduated after my sophomore season, so he's he was not with us this past season, but... He, you could really see kind of the the legacy he left with our, our work ethic and our chemistry. I think Hopkins football truly has a uh, an awesome history of leadership that's been kind of passed down. I, I kind of see it as a family, especially with our wide receivers, um, just to pass down what we've been taught. And I think Luke did an awesome job facing adversity with injuries his senior season and just the humility to – kind of take a step back and help the younger guys along. Um, So I think I I wouldn't be where I am in football today without Luke. And I know um, he would, he would point it up back up the ladder with, with the older guys like Brett Caggiano and the guys who really uh, invested in Luke. So I think from the early examples I have to the, to the example I have in Luke, I think it just truly shows the, uh, the power and the, uh, blessing of investing in others
0: and you certainly
3: have picked a great position at Hopkins
0: the the lineage of of Blue Jay receivers over the last five to ten years have been incredible um Al I have one more question this is an off the board question that I got to throw out to Dawson I was doing some research and I see on your bio that you are a certified scuba diver
3: yes
0: how does a kid from cincinnati ohio (laughs) get into scuba diving i I just i have to ask
3: yeah yeah so so for my uh senior project in high school this was our our, pretty much the last thing we do before graduation um so i gotta give credit to my high school indian hill high school but uh so our senior project it was something that a lot of people just approach as a joke and they're like oh, I'll I'll learn, how to, I'll learn how to bake cupcakes or I'll learn how to fish, which I guess fishing is a little, little more useful in Cincinnati. But for me, I was, I was thinking I want to use something. I want to learn something that I can use for the rest of my life. Um, and one of my good buddies, he actually had his license from diving in Florida. So I was like, you know what? scuba diving, I like water uh, when I get to go to the beach outside of Ohio. So I was like, you know what? Let's get my let's get my scuba diving license. So I found a shop, uh, Tri-State Scuba. I still remember them, and they they did like an accelerated two week program for me. Uh, I I did my dive time in pools, and then eventually I had to do my open water certification. So I actually uh, I went down to Turks and Caicos. That was also through a family friend that like kind of helped me get down there and and um, really paved the way. So a lot of lot of blessings in that really. Came together out of nothing, Um, so it it was it was awesome, and I I guess I'm certified for life. So that was my goal for my senior project. That's awesome.
0: That's a great story. (laughs) I I, I didn't think that's where we were going with this, but
2: Al, you got anything else? No, I mean I I, you know I really appreciate hearing you know what what your experiences were. You know I get to see the finished product of both of you or, or. Three fourths finish for Dawson, but I, you know, I, it's it's nice to kind of hear what, what these things meant to you and where you guys are coming from, right? Because um, you know, I was fortunate enough to know you for about five months, and and two of those months on campus, and then after that, it was uh, on these Zoom meetings. So it's it's really just nice to hear your experiences, and you know, I think it's I think it's really valuable for your peers to hear that, and I think you guys do a really good job leading by example, and I think your teammates feel that and they see that, and your coaches do too. And I think this is an opportunity really for other people to hear you. Maybe that don't experience as much, you know, maybe people from other teams that um, see you here and there, and maybe they don't know you as well. And I think hearing this story is really going to help other people get the most out of their experience here. So I really enjoyed it. And
0: we'll leave you guys with this. This is actually something that I want to do moving forward is just give the both of you, Quick 20, 30 seconds, if you had a message to a kid who may be a high school junior right now, um, you know, they're at home, they're not able to go on their recruiting visits that they normally would throughout the course of the summer, what would be your message to them as to why they should come to Johns Hopkins?
3: Yeah, I think for me, uh, most important thing with being a student athlete is your student side. I think Hopkins education speaks for itself in any area you wanna go. I mean, I didn't go to the medical side, I went to the international, international study side. So I think it really goes to show the education and for the piece of not really coming to campus, I think trying to get connected with coaches over Zoom and trying to get connected with players over text, just to try to get the feel of the chemistry of the team. I think those are, those are two big pieces with Hopkins.
1: And I'll keep it short and sweet. You know, if you wanna be great, dare to be great and come to Hopkins.
2: There we go. I, like I think we might steal that for, uh, you know, a little bit more of an official tagline in of this uh podcast. That might be the, the the subtitle. I
0: like it. We we may have to put Michelle's name in like yeah. a little fine fine writing at the bottom.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll take a royalty on it. <laughs> there
0: we go. I love it. Well, this has been the first interview on Hop Talk. Dawson Nichols, Michelle Poyer, Guys, thanks so much for taking some time out to join us today. Best of luck with finals. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll uh Dawson, we'll hope to see you in the fall. And, Michelle, we, uh, we wish you the best of luck moving forward.
2: Okay. Take care, guys. Stay safe. Thank you so much. See you, guys.